boy, it's spring of the year, a beautiful day kind of like this one. It must have been payday because my dad came home and he had lifesavers in his pocket, which is what he did on payday when he was in seminary. And I was a little boy and we lived on Francis Street and it was 1968. I was 10. The dad came home, he called me buddy. Hey buddy, get in the car, he said. I'm like, where are we going? Dad has this way. I'm not telling you, just get in the car. Usually that means something good. So we drive over to 28th Street. Now for years, I've told the story to my family, they groan when we drive by the Myers Thrifty Acres on 28th Street because they know I'm going to tell them this story again. My dad takes me in on this spring day and he putters around getting whatever he needs to fix the house. And he acts like he's going to leave until then he goes, oh, Kenny, come with me. And we walk back to the sporting goods. And he walks over by the leather ball gloves, not the plastic little boy ball gloves, but the leather big boy ball gloves, the man ball gloves. And my dad says to me, I think it's time that you got a grown up ball glove since you're 10 now. And he buys a ball glove, a leather ball glove, for $5.98. 1968, that's a nice ball glove. $5.98. And I can smell the leather right now. And I cherish this baseball glove. And we go out in the car and my hands are trembling with excitement that I own my own leather big boy baseball glove. I want to learn how to use this thing. On the way home, my dad gives me a lecture. He's full of lectures, you know. They're nice lectures. You know, he's, I remember he specifically says, sometimes when you get a good baseball glove like that and you take really good care of it and you oil it up and you break it in and you never leave it out in the rain or in the sun, you take really good care of it and it will last you your whole entire life long. Take good care of your baseball glove, he says, son. I'm just cherishing this baseball glove. I get home, my dad puts a ball in the glove, puts a rubber band around my, the glove. And then he says, and tonight when you go to sleep, you put it under your pillow, sleep on it. I slept on my baseball glove that night. That afternoon, we went outside. We had this little tiny sliver of grass beside the driveway under a big spreading maple tree. I stood out by the road and my dad stood up by the garage for the first two or three throws. And then my dad switched because... I have a wild arm, and he didn't want me to break the window out of the garage. He wanted me to, if I was going to miss him, he wanted to throw it out into the street. So over and over again, I would wind up and throw the ball, and it would go out in the street. My dad would patiently hustle out there and get the ball, and after a while, he would say, okay, Kenny, you shag that one. I can just, I can hear it, I can smell it right now, the, the passing of the baseball back and forth, and the sound, pop, 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 pop. And it, Amazing connection that a boy has with his dad throwing a baseball. So the sun went down, we threw the baseball back and forth. And then we had dinner, and then I went to bed, and then I put my baseball glove under my pillow. And I had my baseball glove all growing up, my cherished possession. I had it when I went to high school. I had it when I went to summer camp, and I had it when I went to college. Some years after that, I don't know what happened. I think it got mixed in with some used clothes or something and went to the Goodwill. So I don't know where it is, but I like to fantasize because I have an imagination about as wild as my throwing arm that this little boy tonight with that baseball glove under his pillow.
When Jesus Christ was in the upper room, one of the Gospels says something so beautiful about him. After he got done with that meal, he said, it, the Bible says, I think it's the Gospel of Mark, isn't it? It says, and after they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. You realize that this that we have in our lap tonight was Jesus' hymn book. And this song of lament would have been a perfect song for him to sing that night. When Jesus goes up to Jerusalem as a boy, over and over again up to Jerusalem, he goes with song in his heart like a little boy with a cherished baseball glove under his pillow. It's a part of his life. It's part of the fabric of his being. If this song helped Jesus Christ when he was mocked and disrespected, then you don't want to overlook the power that it can have to help you.